Yo, grab your tea or your Hennessy. Sit back. Listen to some dope beats. My name is Mila. Welcome to Confessions of a Trap Yogi. I confess. I love music. I confess. I love love. I confess. I have moments that I doubt. I confess. Life as a yogi is all the same. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. My name is Mila K. Marshall, better known as Kelsley Yogi on social media. You can follow me on Instagram or Facebook at Kelsley Yogi or find me on my website, www.milakmarshall.com. Welcome to episode two, y'all. Turn down for what? <laughs> uh, it's been a couple of days since I recorded the first podcast and I'm feeling jazzed up. I'm feeling good. The sun is shining. It's a beautiful, mild Sunday afternoon here in Chicago. And I went to meditation this morning, so I'm feeling all kinds of good. So I'm hopeful that this episode, I'm able to express myself clearly to you. Because guess what we talking about today, y'all? You got it. Expressing yourself. Every time I think about what that means, there's so many different contexts, but uh, we'll get into um, being able to communicate and express your your feelings and your opinions in healthy ways and why that's important and kind of fuse that into, you know, my Reflections Eternal class where I do journaling and meditation. So I want to introduce you all to one of the most amazing journals that I've ever seen in my life. It's written by Jacqueline Reinhardt with a forward by Chuck D. And it's called My Organic Soul. It's this beautiful cover, uh, really bright uh, orange and, and, and reds and teals. So it's from Plato to Creflo, Emerson to MLK, Jesus to Jay-Z. A journal to help you discover yourself through words of wisdom for visionaries past and present. So this is a journal that is, you know, it's, it's, it's a decent... It has a decent number of pages. I don't know how many. Look, it, it's this many. Can you hear that one more time? Can you? It's that many pages. <laughs> um, but I really enjoyed the foreword written by Chuck D. And in it, he kind of explains the the, the process of, of music and of lyrics and and what this what this journal embodies for how it presents prompts to the the writer or the reflector, as I like to call him. So um, the last the last paragraph I want to read to you. So this is Chuck D. And so this book is both an accumulation and a recognition of inspiration from the past and for inspiration yet to come. My organic soul will possibly be a reintroduction of the words and logic of black artistry back into the black homes and even classrooms, be it if they dare. Bottom line, the lookout, love of the lyrics and music of artists and especially black artists within black music is chock full of pointers, views and quotes that seem basic, but that save us in the end. I boldly state that a lot of it starts right there and heads into other forms of music and culture threaded with principles of honesty, straightforwardness and a touch of historic reflection. But if we would only pay attention to the lyrics after the dance is over. 
So that's Mr. Chuck D from Public Enemy. Thank you so very much for your words in this forward, sir. And for you as an artist, I, you know, but if only we would pay attention to the lyrics after the dance is over. So when I started teaching the trap yoga class, I had no intentions on translating a similar class over into meditation, but it kind of just happened on its own. So when I finish meditation teacher training, because it's two different trainings, right? You have your yoga teacher training, and then you have your meditation teacher training. They are not the same. <laughs> you might get like a little bit of meditation instruction for your own practice in your uh, yoga training. But if you're interested in being a meditation instructor, uh, that's a totally different, uh, different avenue. Um, and it's, it's quite wonderful, though. I really enjoyed it. So as I was completing the meditation teacher training and having, you know, taught a significant number of trap yoga classes, it kind of clicked for me. And it clicked for me because my journal has been sitting on my shelf for years, y'all. And I've come back to it, you know, back and forth and back and forth because I enjoy writing and sharing and reflecting, but I don't always enjoy prompts. And, uh, but prompts are good for... Uh, allowing yourself to purge thoughts about things that you may not write about in your in your journal or may not even reflect in life or have an opportunity to discuss uh, in your circles. So, you know, after having the trap yoga class and doing the hip hop quotables and hip hop affirmations, it kind of made sense. So the Reflections Eternal class was born out of Miss Reinhardt's book, Chuck D's words and the spirit of the trap yoga class. So what happens is that I, I want to offer people or I invite people to do some deep reflection that's prompted off of a lyric or a quote. Not the whole song, but just the quote, you know, something to reflect on. And in order for people to uh, move inside themselves or have a practice like listening to themselves, you have to kind of give them an opportunity to listen. So while there are more traditional meditation classes where you sit down and you sit and you sit and you sit and you work inside of yourself, I decided that I wanted to offer a different experience because the community that I'm interested in working with doesn't have a lot of time. So working with uh, people of color, I'm a black woman. If you can't tell, you may not be able to. Um, but very little time to reflect, very little time to share with yourself about yourself. And I wanted to layer the, the class so that people have an opportunity to reflect and then introduce, you know, a meditation tool that uh, makes sense for whatever it is that we're working on for the day. So why did I infuse journaling? Not just because I have the practice myself, but it, it's a space for you to express yourself. And many of us in life don't have a good practice or healthy practice of expressing ourselves for many reasons that are extremely valid. The first one meaning, you know, being, not meaning, but the first being to protect ourselves. The more we share, the more we express ourselves uh, to people that don't know uh, 
uh, how to take it or we're concerned with how they're going to take it uh, can end up disastrous. <laughs> it can be humiliating. It can be a challenge it, and, and draining. And, and it's just hard. And it doesn't feel good <laughs> when you open yourself up or sometimes you you second you second guess yourself, right? Like you say something and then you have to backtrack or you sound like a hypocrite or, you know, like people, we're not really allowed to be all of ourselves. We have to be very consistent um, and things have to fall in line or, or otherwise we, we look like liars. So in order for people to move through this process and have a safe space to express themselves, I introduced journaling. Um, so if you do not have a practice of writing uh, and, and you're interested, some options are if, you, if you're not committed to a journal, you can get a notepad or you can use your phone, phone's notepad. Like most of them have like these scribble pads where you can write or you can share. It's totally fine. If you feel as though you uh, want to, you know, record it over time, maybe even send yourself an email. And then there are some really great um, online journal apps that you can use and that you can protect if you are concerned about privacy. But using a journal to express yourself, uh, you have a space to be open and honest. Um, you have a space to experience the fullness of your feelings without somebody telling you, you know, you shouldn't be mad or you shouldn't be angry. No, F that. Be angry. Be mad on those pages. <laughs> you can be unapologetically irritated by whatever and actually see your feelings and give them give them words because they're alive in you and it's energy and you can you can use the, the space in your journals to get it out. It's also your right to express yourself. It is your right to express yourself. And um, often we feel as though we are, if somebody doesn't invite us to express ourselves, we're not allowed to. And in some cases, this is true. Uh, I have to thank my girlfriend, Michelle <clears throat> Simmons, for pointing out to me through this really wonderful, uh, I call it the invitation practice. <laughs> it's a... And, and, and this is when I realized that I have a friend for life. We were on the phone and I was ranting. I don't rant as much anymore to her, but I was, I was ranting. And um, she so politely, boop, presses pause. And she said, I don't mean to cut you off, but would you, you know, as you're sharing with me, do you want me to listen or do you want me to, uh, to listen and give you my advice? And I had never been given the option in how the, the listener receives what it is that I'm expressing ever in my life. It was, the, it was the most gracious and humble invitation ever. And I strongly support using it as often as possible, especially with your friends. Because sometimes nobody gives a damn what you think. <laughs> Sometimes people want to express themselves without judgment. And uh, often when we express ourselves to our friends about our emotions or, or something that happened or something that didn't happen, we end up with a whole bunch of whys. Uh, well, why you didn't do this or why did you do it that way? Well, you knew what was going to happen. And I told, you know, like nobody, sometimes nobody wants to hear that. Sometimes people just want a place that's safe, uh, and, and often, maybe your friendships and, 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 and 
and family situations don't feel that safe. Maybe it is true that expressing yourself brings about a certain layer of tension that is so uncomfortable that you don't know how to work with yet. It's fine to send those in the pages, but it is your right to express yourself fully. Um, it also, you know, writing in your journal or expressing yourself through uh, sharing your words and your opinions actually boosts your confidence in your intuition. Often if you have a reflective practice where you're writing and you, and, and, and you go back to what you wrote because that's the other part of the Reflections Eternal class, like, yo, people will write things all day every day <laughs> and they don't go back to read what it is that they shared with themselves. And often uh, you want to be reminded that you've been through some shit, you know, and not only have you been through it, but you resolved it. And it's, it's so often that we express similar uh, emotions about things that have happened, but we lack the, the comfort of knowing like we've been through this, right? Like I've, I've, I've been through this place emotionally before. We, like we know it in our memory, but then we can go back to our pages and be like, yo, I was so angry about it the last time it happened. I'm not angry but now I'm, I'm, I'm less angry and more confused, right? Which brings me to the complexity of human speech. We have words, y'all, that are, they're, they're synonymous. But depending on how you use them, it changes the meaning, right? So think about, um, think about size, right? So... Something can be tiny, sizable, normal, big, small, large, gigantic, microscopic, huge, average, oversized, regular, short, tall. We have all of these words to, you know, describe something, but they mean something different in, you know, relative to the other words that are, are you know, being shared or expressed. So journaling also helps to keep the, the authenticity of your experiences alive and real, right? Like two years ago, this was a huge problem for me. Now it is moderate, right? Like there's, a, there's something just in me saying that, and I'm talking about very, you know, something very specific in dealing with my ex-husband. It used to be a huge deal to interact with him and it would be heavy and emotionally and I look back to my diary of when I was keeping then and even my handwriting was was hard it was uh full of uh, lots of cussing <laughs> lots of swear words in there lots of unhappy faces and words that were uh written over and the the words that I used were hard and heavy and 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 just big. But later, you know, things that I wrote later, you know, after moving through some, some, some growth phases myself is a more gentle hold of the pen. Uh, the words that I use have shifted, you know, from these, these heavy, hard words to very gentle and, and, and really moderate language. <laughs> How I describe things 
uh, is very different in how I feel and how they feel. And it's still in the same family of, of dealing with things, but it's not the same, right? So being able to see your words on paper is uh, therapeutic. And there are a couple of studies that have even shown sharing your worries benefits. You know, not... I, I, I'll, I'll talk about the studies and then I'll kind of, I want to come back to um, sharing your worries with your friends and mistaking relationships for journal entries. But why is it, you know, beneficial to share and to express yourself and to express yourself fully? This is a great article written in 2012. Um, by uh, Dr. Bellick, and it talks about uh, the benefits of expressing yourself, and it shared two really interesting studies. Um, one of them showed a group of students that wrote down their worries 10 minutes before a test actually ended up performing better, right? Like they were able to purge their anxieties uh, reduce their stress levels, and their performance was better. So when you're dealing with challenging issues and they're kind of like inside of you and you don't know how to get them out, actually using your journal or any other uh, expression, whether that is dance or painting or music, uh, if you play an instrument or if you sing, um, or whatever expression you know, of those worries, getting it out and actually doing it can be extremely beneficial to your, your head and your heart. And then there was, um, you know, the another study. Oh, it just... Oh, 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 oh. This study was done with spiders. I thought this one was really cool. So they, they had people speak aloud people that were deathly afraid of spiders <laughs> they had them say whether they um they are willing to look at the spider and it doesn't hurt or um i i'm afraid of spiders like they gave them something to say and while they found that there's no difference in how fearful people are depending on you know the affirmation or the mantra or whatever you want to call it uh the given words there was a difference between how people behaved in fearful ways. So those that spoke the affirmation um, alluding to that the spider is not, looking at the spider isn't harmful, yeah, they were still afraid, but they were less fearful in terms of their actions around the spider. Uh, they were more willing to touch the spider because their fear, um, you know, the, the, the act of fearfulness had changed. So they're willing to look, but they're still afraid, right? So talking about your fears, your anxieties, your worries may not necessarily change how you feel, but it could be a part of your process for working through some of those issues. And our processes are mixed, y'all. We seem to think that there's this one, uh, one tool, like it's a one-to-one -one ratio. Like, 
uh, I want to deal with my emotions, so I journal to deal with my emotions. And only journaling helps you deal with your emotions when there are probably other practices that you use. So simply stating affirmations is, is one thing. Speaking affirmations is another. Uh, reflective um, journaling may be another. Meditation may be another. And all of those things together uh, starts to shift how you feel and how you think and really gets you closer to who you naturally are. So those benefits in sharing uh, with yourself gives you an opportunity to practice expressing yourself, right? But what happens, y'all, when you use your friends like journal pages uh, where you use your relationships to purge and rant your emotions and what does that look like and how does that change the dynamics of relationships I started to understand that I was treating my best girlfriends like garbage cans and not because I wanted to, but I had a practice of instead of me sitting with hurt and pain or, you know, if my ex-husband did something that offended me or I was in, you know, this crisis moment, what do, you know, what, what, do, what do people tend to do? They pick up the phone, they call somebody, they ask for help. But I wasn't asking for help. I was asking for someone to accept my garbage, and I was, I was not sitting with it. I wanted to invite somebody in with me because I didn't want to be hurt by myself. And this is something that I've been doing for years, right? Like, I got an issue. I call my girl, you won't believe this bullshit. You know? <laughs> so I realized that I'm dumping on people, right? Without acknowledging that they themselves, you know, my, my girlfriends, have their own have their own things that they're dealing with, right? Like they have the garbage that is just a part of their lives, right? Like not garbage in terms of like it's literal garbage, but things that are that are in need of being broken down and recycled and removed that come from their relationships and jobs and children and dreams. Like they got their own karma that they're dealing with. And here I am using their friendship as a recycling bin, right? Or just a catch-all instead of learning how to work with it myself. So when I started to be more mindful of, of what I was sharing and how I use those friendships after reflecting on, you know what, I don't want to just call my friends and purge, you know, because every time I got off the phone, I would feel better. But I have no clue how the person on the other side of the phone felt, right? Like not only are they worried about themselves, but now whatever I've expressed to them, they have inside of them as well. And if you listen to the first episode, I talked about, you know, sticky trap people versus filter people. I don't know how sticky my friends are. I don't know what lands on them and then creates tension in, 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 in their lives. I don't know how well they're able to filter out. I don't know if me sharing and expressing myself and expressing my worries, anxieties and fears have triggered them. Right. Like I didn't care about anything that happened after the words left my mouth. Um, which, which is my right, right? Does that sound right? <laughs> it's my right to fully express myself. Cause I just said that earlier, a couple of minutes ago. 
But with that right becomes a, you know, comes a responsibility, excuse me. So I decided to be more responsible because I care about my friends and I care about myself and I want it to grow. So that, that ding, that light bulb went off for, and you gotta, you, you gotta do better with how you handle your shit. So my practice now, I'll share this with you. Instead of picking up the phone to rant and vent, my practice is to sit down and I went to social media. (laughs) So now I just displaced my garbage from my friends to the world wide web. But just rock with me, feel me. Um, I started to like just go in on Facebook because it could be anything, right? And I try not to be passive aggressive and you know, but Facebook and Instagram, you can be as shady to anybody and nobody at the same time. And we're going to get into internet shade in, in, a, in some episodes later. But I would change the setting to only me, like only I can see it. And uh, I would write and, you know, like, I can't believe or this is not, I don't agree with this. Or I would express how I felt about anything, you know, anything that triggered a response that I felt like I couldn't focus until I got it out. And after I would finish it and I would see it on my page, guess what, (laughs) y'all? I would erase it because I didn't want to see that shit. (laughs) I'm so serious. Like, I don't want to see that. was I was so irritated with myself um and probably rightfully so because I'm I'm reading and I'm like what is what is this garbage this is a hot I sound like a hot mess I sound emotional I sound unstable I sound irritated I sound triggered I sound you know I sound unhinged and I would delete it and uh I would delete it because I couldn't face it I would be so embarrassed that I myself couldn't sit with how I felt. And that is when I decided to return to my journal because the words stay and I can't run from them. When I teach the Reflections Eternal class and I invite people to reflect on the prompt, I use a method of um, non-reactive writing What will happen is people will tend to write and there's, there's a lot of filtering, you know, once people get into their hearts, uh, well, let me start off by saying this, like sometimes people can start writing from their head, um, and they, they, and, and they're kind of being very analytical about, well, answering the question or following the prompt, right? And what will happen is that the, 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 the heart starts to take over and there is this movement of of awareness in the writing and people just start to write and sometimes what will happen is in that process immediate editing will begin there will be a shift in oh no I can't write that I have to stay here Um, or no that doesn't make sense or I really don't feel like I really don't feel like this, but it's like kind of like this, so I'm just going to say this. It's a lot of conversation that goes on between the head and the hand <laughs> and, the, and the words getting on the paper. 
so the the challenge or the offering to students is is when writing is to write in a way that is honest that is complete and that allows for you to be authentic sometimes that means that what comes out is the same word over and over again sometimes expressing yourself on those pages turns into a picture sometimes expressing yourself on the pages you know turns into um, someone's name or a story uh, it's not necessarily just following the prompt so in that the the words then exist but they exist from a place of realness and they don't exist from a place of ego where this is what you want to read later this is what you wish were true uh, this is what you believe but not what you feel not what is real so when I write in my journal, I, I have a bit of anxiety <laughs> because I know I'm like, oh shit, here we go. It's about to happen, honesty. And sometimes my honesty is brutal and I feel like I've been in the ring with Muhammad Ali, like just knocked out, um, unprepared for my truth escaping me because again I have a right to express myself and when I say that I this is gonna get a little heavy but when I think of I it's not the I my ego it is I myself my heart me my spirit my consciousness I have a right to express myself and the more I practice allowing my voice to live outside of my body, the more authentic I feel in every situation. Like I'm, I'm, I'm giving myself practice being myself. And then I can go back and see, well, what is it that I'm dealing with? What is it that I'm struggling with? Non-reactive writing takes energy. It takes intention. It takes a deep, deep wish for self-truth. I have enjoyed learning how to express myself. And it has absolutely benefited how I feel about things. Like, you know, uh, I have a fear of flying. I have a fear of death. Like, I have I have a fear of my, my children... Uh, being met with with harm out in these streets you know of Chicago and that's a real worry so in my journal I move through those emotions I ask myself questions I find a pathway to process things that did not exist in my life before I feel courageous when I make decisions and I feel brave when I sit with negative shit that I'm experiencing or that has happened to me before I dump that on my girls or my, my homeboys as well. So when I pick up the phone, it is no longer to express my anxieties and fears as I was using those, those friends before, but now it, it is to express me, right? Like me, who, who I am. It's not my emotions anymore. So I can express gratitude and, and I can express care. 
to my friends. I can care about them. I can share. I can share my stories. I can share how I felt. I can share, yo, it's been really heavy, you know, and I, I was dealing with some things and it was a challenge and, and I can, I can, if I choose to share the story, because sometimes we go through things and it's not really for us. When I tell you that journaling and, and, and expressive writing has now benefited how I express myself to the rest of the world, I don't know if that will be your experience. It may be very, very different. It may take you a different amount of time to get there. But you do have the right to express yourself. You do have a right to practice expressing yourself. You do have an opportunity to learn what is your method of expression. What are some things that you're dealing with? How does it change your life? We all do. <clears throat> so if you're, again, if you're into journaling, go ahead and check out My Organic Soul. Uh, or you can, you know, this would be fun. Maybe listen to a song and uh, whatever comes up, whatever story or memory or whatever, whatever bubbles up inside your mind, write it down. Write the first word down that, that comes into your, your head, you know, and, and, follow, and follow that vein. So uh, we're coming to the end of episode two, and I've expressed a lot. <laughs> I hope that each of you feels a little bit more certain about understanding why it's important to express yourself, and especially through incorporating writing and uh, journaling. So I always, you know, drop a, a hip-hop quotable or a hip-hop affirmation at the end and uh, this, this podcast was inspired by Dr. Dre uh, and N.W.A. It comes from a 1988 classic album of Straight Outta Compton. Yo, I was seven, I was seven years old. I was young. I knew nothing about N.W.A. So Dre comes out <laughs> on the song. I'm expressing myself with full capabilities and now I'm living in correctional facilities because some don't agree on how I do this. I get straight meditate like a Buddhist. So go ahead and put that track on. Oh, you know what? You definitely have to watch the video. <laughs> it will bring back some memories. But um, I'm expressing myself with full capabilities. That is your affirmation. I'm expressing with my full capabilities. And Sometimes full doesn't mean complete, that there's still a practice to get straight. You could meditate. I didn't do that on purpose, <laughs> but it sounded dope. Thanks again for rocking out with me on Confessions of a Trap Yogi. Um, thank you for taking some time to even think about expressing yourself. And with that, I'll check you all out on the next episode. Peace, y'all. Makes it a cappella. I still express you, I don't smoke weed or sex. Cause it's known to give a brother brain damage.